Good morning, brothers and sisters. Ray here from Innocence Redeemed. I've just been sitting around the last few days. Um, aside from the podcast I did with Glinda, you might have noticed that in that show, I didn't talk very much. And the reason I didn't talk very much is because I've already talked about many of the things that are coming. We've shared these things with you. And I sit here alone with the Lord a lot in my personal time. And I get to the point where I say, I don't even know what to talk about sometimes, Lord. I feel like what I've already talked about isn't even being heard. I still see people making choices, poor, poor, poor choices. And not just making poor choices, but then criticizing others who know what's going on. We're coming to a point now where it's about to get very real, all right? And yesterday I was talking to the Lord about these, and I had a very powerful experience. You know, he, he, I, I was calling on him. I said, Lord, show me what to do. Give me direction. Where, where am I taking innocent redeemed? What's going on with everyone? Where are they? Why am I so upset? Why do I feel, why do I have such a defeatist attitude right now about everything? He told me his people are choosing. They are choosing not to know him. They are choosing their sins. They are choosing to go on oblivious to everything. You know, I still see people out there following this movement called Q. This movement believes that there's some secret white hats going around behind the scenes and that uh, things are going to go back to the way they were. Uh, President Trump is really still in control. Oh, just wait, just wait. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. He's going to be president again. It's going to come out. No, it's not. No, it's not. This movement always says, you know, where we go one, we go all. Uh, God wins. But these people, if they knew anything about their Bibles, they would know that God is not saying Trump is going to come back. As a matter of fact, people who are supporting are being cataloged. People who support those types of movements are being cataloged, and everything that they do and say is being notated. And because they're putting their faith in a movement, they're putting their faith in Donald Trump, they are not looking to Jesus. They are choosing idolatry. They are actively engaged in the sin of idolatry. They are putting a movement or a cause before the Lord. They are putting a man before the Lord. Have you not seen what is going on? Have you not, do you not know the debt? And what makes, you, what makes people who think that even if, even if, let's say that miraculously, all right, that he came back into control even now. What makes you think anything would change? Do you not think that he was controlled by the same people who controlled Biden? Because if he were going to change anything, don't you think it would have changed before he left the White House? He knew that that election could have been 
taken from him. Get real. And walking around, well, everybody needs to get the vaccine. That's another thing. You cannot trust anything you see. You cannot put your faith in the news. You cannot put your faith in a man. You cannot put your faith in a movement that's saying, oh, it's fireworks. Oh, it's, it's like watching a movie. It's going to be a movie, all right. I feel like Sarah Connor in Terminator 2 standing at the fence when the nuclear blast goes off and the children are burning on the playground. There is going to be a great falling away. Because people continue, they continue to put their faith in the wrong things, in the wrong ideals. They somehow believe that we're going to go back to the way we were and we're all going to sit around a campfire and sing kumbaya. No, this nation is divided and it's being judged, all right? And part of my plea with the Lord is, why can't people see? Why can't they see? I know what your word says, but you want us to pray for the lost Lord, but they're not seeing it. I know people in my personal life. They're still sitting on their butts watching TV, still taking their classes for school, thinking they're going to have some career, and they avoid. They avoid talking to me about it. They get, well, this is negative, and I don't want to talk about it. They don't want to talk about it because they know there is a part of them in the back of the, in their spirit, in the back of their mind, they know it's coming down. And they cannot figure out what to do about it or what to think about it because people cannot fathom how bad it really is. And people who are misled, people who have been told that things are going to go back to the way they were and they're going to churches where it's not being talked about, they are going to be in for a world of hurt when it occurs. All right? And, you know, it gets to a point where the Lord's going to say, all right, son, you know, there's nothing left to say. There's nothing left to say. Go quiet. Because they're choosing. They're choosing their idols. They're choosing to support causes that are not of me. And regarding Q, I was just talking about it a second ago. I prayed on that for a month back in early 2020 because I had never heard about it until then. And I saw all these people saying during COVID there were all these things going down and all these secret operations. No, there wasn't. No, there wasn't. There are no indictments. There is no political solution to anything you are seeing because it's written that scripture is going to be fulfilled and it is being fulfilled. But you have the armchair warriors. Oh, if a 200,000 army comes into Texas, I'm going to stand here and oh, they got another thing coming. All right, hot shot. What do you have? Are you one of those uh, alpha males that have, you know, a tattoo on your arm with the barbed wire? I wonder how well you'd do if that barbed wire were real around your arm. You know, my tone might sound a little heavy today. But when I feel the love of Jesus, when I feel him and he speaks to me and he says, my people are actively choosing to avoid me. It's because they don't want to get right with him. They want to continue in their sin. They want to continue sleeping around. Having adulterous affairs. Engaging in idolatry. Engaging in prosperity doctrine. Believing once saved, always saved, and I can just do whatever I want. No, you cannot. No, you cannot. Because if you could, it would not be written in Corinthians about those who do not enter the kingdom of heaven. And sadly, the churches do not 
preach the right doctrine, the majority of them, all right? Where are they going to be when this country is attacked and it's invaded? Where are they going to be? You better believe they're going to run out to their secret hideaways with the money that you've given them. You think they're going to be there for you? They're in line because they are forming a new church. The Pope is even behind all of this too, where they're forming a new church where you are not allowed to talk about Bible prophecy. And it's only about peace, love, and prosperity. You want to know about the love of Jesus? Stop supporting causes and movements that do not matter and spend time with the Lord. Pray to him, cry out to him, repent of your sins. Stop following idols. Stop sleeping around. Stop drinking. Stop treating people with contempt and making excuses to avoid people you love. Mercy covers a multitude of sins. It's written. You see, these words live within me, guys, because I've read the Bible enough to know it, and I can talk about it. And you might say, well, Ray, you're judging. Shut up. Finger pointing and my words are not going to mean anything, and no cause is going to mean anything once all these things begin to happen. Let me just tell you that. People need to snap out of it. People need to seek the Lord. And if you knew, if you knew of his love, and when he says they're choosing, I'm, you know, he shed his blood for our sins. He, he purchased our sins when he died on that cross for us. He died in agony for you. And yet you're choosing to rebel against him? People want to be handed over to their sins. They don't care. They don't care. And I, and I struggle sometimes. I'm like, I need to get the refining done. But you know, it's dawned on me. And I, and I talked about this with Glinda actually a few days ago. We're, gonna, we're, th- we're considering putting something together about the falling away. And this is part of it. This might be the prequel to it because... In all these things, if people continue to slide down this path and do what they're doing, they're going to go through the unconventional refining. The Lord told me those who reject him, those who continue to play, those who continue to do what they want, they will be here for the unconventional refining. And a refining is not easy during normal times. A wilderness is not pleasant, even when things were halfway normal, okay? I've talked about that before. It's going to be even worse when there are no services available and you don't know where you're going to be from one moment to the next and you're focusing on day-to-day survival because you had all that time to walk with the Lord. He was holding out his hand and you rejected him because you're too proud to admit you need help and that you need to turn from your sin or you don't want to turn from your sin. You want to continue to do your sin. You want to continue to bake the cake for the wrong wedding like I just talked about a few days ago. You're going to know quickly what a refining is if you do not turn away from your idols and sleeping around and perverted jokes and nasty, sick material on television. How many of you actually sit around and reflect on it? Now, I'm not, I'm not judging my audience here, but when I, I'm, I'm talking about people who are going to be looking for answers or some who may be doing these things still. And they look at this like it's entertainment. And I know it's going on because I see some of the comments online. They want to critique and look at everything. Do you know one of the reasons why I don't talk about much of my past 
I'll tell you why. Because that would be the area of focus. That would be the area of focus and not the message itself. People love to critique and point fingers, and they're going to be doing so up until the very last minute. People mocking Steve Quill. Oh, you weren't awake 10 years ago. Steve Quill's been doing what he's been doing since the early 90s. He's been on shortwave. He has been on coast-to-coast AM. He's been on satellite. He has been pointing out people need to repent. See, it's easy for everybody who, they always have a better answer. And I'm getting to the point where I'm like, you know what? These people, they're going to hurt. They're going to be in hurt. Or they're going to die. And I don't know if they're going to be worthy of the kingdom. That's not my place to decide. I'm not judging them. But, you know, when I see things like that, I have discernment. And that's what I cry out about. You know, I, when I pray for the lost, that includes Christians who think that they're walking righteously. And, you know, it, there are many who just do not see. They're, they're blind. They're choosing to be. They're choosing these things. And if they're choosing a man to fawn over now, what will happen when war occurs and the Antichrist comes? Because remember, the Antichrist is going to be somebody. It's, going to, it's supposed to be somebody who's going to promise peace and all these great things. And remember, one of the things that the devil likes to do is lie. So if they're fawning over an ex-president now, thinking somehow that that's going to come back to be, what are they going to be willing to do when it's really bad? What are they going to be willing to submit to? What are they going to be willing to worship? What are they going to be willing to put in their, in their hand or their arm? People submit out of fear because they don't know. They don't have the wisdom to discern. And we're coming up on a time now you cannot afford to be playing around. You know, I cut a lot of people out of my life. I, when I went into the wilderness, when I started really closely walking with the Lord and he was showing me what my purpose was, I stopped contact with a lot of people like that for the simple reason that I would talk to them about things. I would, I would tell them, I would give them the dreams. I would talk about the dreams I had or I would tell them about the word and what it says about the end days. And I knew we were in the end days. And that's nice. Oh, I got another call coming through. I'll call you back. And they don't call back. See, I've had enough time by myself to sit here and think about these things and reflect and pray. And the Lord says they're choosing. They are choosing. It's not his will. He's sad. I sat here again. I sat here two hours last night and I just worshiped the Lord. And I was just in that moment, that secret place. It was just so beautiful. And if I could speak to you one thing, do you have any idea? If you're engaging in these things, do you have any idea what you are forfeiting? Do you have any clue what you are forfeiting? I told the Lord at one point, I, it was, I was so overwhelmed with his love within me. I said, you can have all of this. I just want to go home because sometimes I don't even know what to say. But yet I have a job to do, and that's why I'm here this morning. And even as I was thinking about this, I mean, I, almost, I was sitting on my patio having coffee, and I have Podbean on there. I was just about to grab my phone and go live right there, but I didn't have my inline mic, so I couldn't. So I'm like, well, no, I would like the higher quality, so I'm going to go upstairs and get on my computer and do it. But, you know, 
I was reading Habakkuk 2 the other morning before I released the last podcast with Glenda, and that was the thing. I started laying groundwork for a podcast, and I had so many thoughts coming to me at once. I had such a download coming out that I didn't even know where to begin to get everything organized. And I just sit here sometimes. I I, I see comments. I see just, I I see news of, oh, things are going to get better. Things are going to get better. No, they're not. The Lord said in early 2020, it was not going back to normal. In fact, what he told me personally was it's all going down from here. As in, it's not returning to normal. Normal is not coming back. You know, that's why I set up Innocence Redeemed, because to lead people who are looking for answers, but some people hear the answers and they're like, oh, yeah, well, I don't want to, you know, I don't know where people are. You know, sometimes it seems people just, they're looking for worldly solutions. I don't see how, you know, I had, y'all have heard my friend Tom before. You know, we had a long conversation uh, three, four days ago, and we hadn't talked in quite a while because I had been busy doing stuff on the podcast, but, you know, we were talking about how things used to be joyful. It's like, it used to be joyful to go sit in a coffee shop. It used to be, you know, I remember the days where you could go into a music store and you liked a, a certain artist, you'd listen to the album and decide if you wanted to buy the CD. You don't even have shops like that anymore. anymore. Nothing's enjoyable. Not even going out with friends. What friends? Friends who are in the world? But the Lord placed his love on me. And I, because I told him, I said, nothing is enjoyable. There's no joy in the world, Lord. And, I, and the worst part is there's people who still don't see it. Or they see it, but they're looking in the wrong direction. I have very strong concerns about this. And I really don't know where this podcast was going, but if you knew, again, you know, how much the Lord loves you, what he, what he did on that cross, how he hung there for hours and shed his blood to cover our sins, to wash them, and then you're ignoring him? And obviously this is not meant for everybody, but this is whoever's doing it. You're ignoring his call. You're choosing Because you do not want to get right. You're going to get left here for the unconventional refining. Just let this be a warning to you. You can sit there and laugh and scoff all you want. Um, You know, it gets to a point. It's going to be too bad, so sad. You waited. You played. He's going to bring you to your knees one way or the other. And if you don't submit even then, you're playing with fire. I don't, you know, I don't know how else to put it. These are just thoughts I've had this morning. Read Habakkuk if you want to see where this nation's going. Read Jeremiah. Read Ezekiel. Understand the times. Study the gospel of Jesus. Study Revelation. I've talked about the divided church, and that's another thing, the indifference. It's astounding. And frankly, it's disgusting. And we ought to be ashamed of ourselves as Christians. We don't even know how to lift each other up. We play avoidance games. 
You think the Lord doesn't see these things, folks? You think that he doesn't see this? You think he smiles upon us acting this way? To put it frankly, some people need a cattle prod branded on their ass cheek to get their house in order. And I don't know how else to say it. Just my thoughts. Just my thoughts this morning. Because I've been reflecting on these the last few days, and unfortunately, many are still lost, not getting it. And they do not understand how much the Lord is pleading with them. And that's a lot of the sadness I feel too. But when his love overflows in my heart, and I'm sitting there and, cry- and worshiping him, and I'm crying out to him, and he says, my people could know me, but they're choosing not to. You know, it comes to a point where I don't know what more you say. Going to be many people in tears, many people hurting. Not anything in the world is what it seems. Priorities in wrong places, prayers in wrong places. You know, that's subjective, but don't believe everything you're told on television either. We live in the age of deceit. And that's a documentary you should watch, by the way, called Age of Deceit. It's on YouTube. It came out like around 2011, 12, somewhere in there. Comes to a point where it's too late. It's too late if you don't start putting on the proper wedding attire. If you don't put the oil in your lamp. Nobody can do it for you. And on that, I'm going to end this. I'm going to shut the, stop this recording. I, I pray that um, you know everybody starts making right choices because they have no idea how close it is. They have no idea how close it is, and they're still playing. I hope that's not you. And I hope you think about some things. Sometimes you need to stop and sit quietly actually seek the Lord, ask him to show you the truth. Ask him to show you the deceptions because there's many of them. Get your house in order and stop playing. And those of you who normally follow me, you know, those of you who are walking righteously and doing the right thing and trying, actively trying, you know, this message doesn't necessarily apply to you, but, but this message is for whoever hears it and still thinks that this is some sort of game. Because you're in for a rude awakening, if that's where you stand. And these dividing lines, in case you haven't noticed, they're being drawn. The Lord is separating his people. He's separating his sheep from the wolves. He's separating the wheat from the chaff. And it's only my prayer that you take this seriously. You know, I could go on and on and on and talk about the many things that are going on, but what what difference would it make? Because at the end of the day, all that matters is Jesus. Get right with him. Don't comment to me. Pray to him. Pray to our Lord Jesus. Cry out for what you've done. 
and stop thinking that you're above everyone else. Stop thinking that you don't do anything wrong or that you're better than everybody else. Stop thinking that there's a political savior. Stop thinking that it's okay to engage in behaviors that are not of the Lord. Stop thinking it's okay to mistreat fellow brothers and sisters. Consider thy ways. That's all I have to say.